to same thing every frapping week. Every frapping week, where the frap is then. <sighs> the show has started. We got a big guest tonight. Maybe if the internet, you know, gods will allow him to be on. Oh, shoot. What the frap? Oh, boy. Come on, man. Like, we the show tonight. It's a big show. What are you doing? You should have known. Hold on, man. Wait a minute. We have a former NFL player coming on tonight. What are you doing? I am back. Get him out of here. I am back. And I tried to warn him a few weeks ago that Willie Joe Takeover is back and it is in full effect. Look at it. Y'all see that? I got that famous Willie Joe shine. Yeah, I'm taking over the show tonight. We're going to talk about them Oakland Warriors, the Massachusetts Celtics. Since my damn banjo Grizzlies got put out, I got to go for one of these summer gun teams. I had the TV playing last night in the backwoods. And let me tell you, I seen a great game. Let, what, what's that kid's name? That Stephon Curry? That that boy there, let me tell you. Let me tell you, that, that Stephon Curry, that boy there can shoot like I shoot a 12-gauge when I'm trying to take the wings off a damn turkey. Like, this is some good stuff right here. Look look here. Y'all y'all got to go get some of that. It's called Willie Joe Shine. It'd be on shelves next week. Kroger's everywhere or whatever hell store y'all go to. I, I don't know. But anyway. We're going to talk about those Oakland Warriors, those Massachusetts Celtics, and who are you going to pick? Because I got a big screen back there in the backwood. And I was watching Stephen Curry, Clayton Thompson, and what is his name? Jarrell Green, Jerron, Jermail Green, whatever his name is. The black, that, 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 that kid. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, the green kid that, that stars all this stuff. It's something wrong with him. Anyway, look here. This is what we're going to do. The, the whole uh, Let's Talk with Gail Dean, it ain't that tonight. It's the Willie Joe Takeover. We're going to talk about whatever I want to talk to. So if you want to get on and find and meet Mr. Willie Joe Kemp himself, do it right now. Get in there. Dumpster fire. Here comes Dean. I got to go. Got to go. Hold on. One more. All right, Dean is back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Let's Talk with Gales and Dean. I'm your host, Gales, as per usual. And to my left is... Man, it's your boy. It's your boy, the insane, insane Mr. Mm-hmm. Dean here with my brother, mm-hmm. Mr. Gales. Do you see something different in what I got on tonight? Look at you my friend. Do you, you see this, from, man? man? Look here. Look here. Look here, fans. T-shirts coming soon, baby. That's how you can find us. We coming up in the world. We coming up in the world. How have you been, my guy? Yeah, man. Look, I like it. Where you get those shirts from, man? I've been well, but I want to know more about this deck up shirt. Okay, so I got the shirts. My nephew, uh, my nephew through marriage, uh, Quintavious Jenkins. He makes shirts, and I reached out to him. I said, "Man, I, I kind of need a couple of shirts for the show. Can you help me out?" And um, like like clockwork, man, he made it and sent it in, and. We got shirts on the way, man. Let's talk with Gail Dean Podcast. The shirts are here, baby. I like it. I like it. We're going to have on a little bit from NFL player Mr. Jonathan Goff from Vanderbilt. 
University. Yes, sir. But before we do that, we have got to talk about like flip a flip a coin, man. You want to go serious first, or you want to talk about these that go. You know, let's talk about the game. It's been a while since we've actually talked about the game. Let's talk about the game. What the frap is that gum Draymond Green doing? What is he doing? You know, Draymond got lucky that he didn't get thrown at that game last night. I, I like the I like the aggressiveness and everything that he do, but he went overboard last night. And if it hadn't have been the NBA finals, he would have got that second tick and got thrown at that game. You got to be smart when you're in – you got to be smart when you're um, in the finals playing for a championship against a very, very good Boston Celtics team that's hungry and, and ready to do something. So I thought his antics was a little wild, a little crazy last night. You even called me like, hey, man, get your boy. <laughs> you called me to get your boy. But, you know, that, that's just Draymond. But he got, he got to calm that down, man. Listen, man, I, I am not – I like the Warriors. I like that they're playing Boston. But I will tell you, I am not going for Golden State. I kind of want to see them lose. It'd be cool for them to win and be like, hey, KD, what's up, baby? We got here. We did it without you, man. But I want them to lose because we have a <laughs> a secret wager going on that we'll, we'll explain, you know, one or both of us is going to look crazy come July 11th. Because I am Somebody. going off on break for the next three weeks. Somebody gonna somebody gonna look real crazy, but I don't think it's gonna be me, my friend. <laughs> oh man, I hope it is you. But yeah, man. So how's everything going? I need a quick family update. How's our girl going, man? She doing she doing a lot better, man. You know, I had a um had a skier uh with her the other day. Uh, had another uh seizure skier, but. Actually, like while we was on the road, she started having it, but uh, we was close to the exit by the hospital to get off the exit and, and um get her there before it got worse. Like you know, that last one, the last seizure that she had, that's the one to put on the ventilator, everything. So, uh, was able to get her to the hospital in time before it got bad, and uh, they got the medicine in her, and um. She was, you know, low on energy for two days after that, but she she back to sassy Lou right now. So, you know, she she back. Sign. I need her as healthy as possible so I can hit her with this left hook. I am still upset. How old is she again? She be she be thirteen in two months. Thirteen in two months. Yeah, this thirteen year old or twelve soon to be thirteen year old hit me with a punch. I'm like two years ago that I'm still upset at. She about to, you know what? Let me calm down. We won't bring out Don Gales. But I'm telling you, she got a payback coming, as we say in the South. There's a payback coming. Better watch out, man. Speaking of Southern people, what the frap is, is Willie Joe Kemp doing roaming around your house? And how does he get into my feed? I don't understand this. <laughs> Willie Joe was back again? Yes. Right there in that seat. I don't understand how he's getting back. I don't know. Dude, I only I don't even have any woods by my house, so I really don't know where he's coming from. Some kind of witchcraft. Man. I don't know. Kind of I thought we got rid of Witty Joe. What what was that last year? Year before he was gone. We ain't had to worry about it. The show been running good. Now all of a sudden, Willie Joe back. I'm telling you, if I catch him, it's gonna be a big scuffle. It's gonna be a big scuffle. Yeah, man. Yeah, Willie Joe that. ain't. He, 
Willie Joy ain't no small dude, so that, that's gonna be kind of tough. I and he's probably help. old man strong mixed with yeah. country strong, which again we're gonna be talking to former family man and former NFL New York Giants. You know what I mean, you know, I'm a yes. Cowboys fan, but you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, man. so so that, that's rival for you, but I'm you know, um I'm looking forward to talking to this guy, man. Uh pick his brain, you know, of him playing with um Eli. You know, I got some good questions to ask him about who's the, you know, some of the toughest that he went through, best running backs, the things that that uh, matter, man. And just the just the honor to get to talk to an ex-NFL player on our show. That right. is awesome, dude. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm hyped up about this. You know, this is a football dude. I'm hyped up about it, baby. Yeah, I'm more curious about all these kids he got. Like, like, you got to understand, you got to understand, like, this guy is one of the most sweetest, kindest, most monstrous that gum people on the planet. You're talking about can get there in a hurry and do some damage once he does, but like, you got a whole family. You got a whole family. They're having some technical difficulties, but we'll get back to him here in a bit. I'm How many behind got? the scenes. We'll have to ask him when he gets home, Dean. I want to tell everything. <laughs> you want me to tell the whole the man's whole story? I want him to be able to speak for himself, but I want him to do it well. So we are working on some technical difficulties. We'll, well be there. Why we tell me about on Golden it? State? I'm, I'm trying to figure out not hey. no more about this. Like, if your boy Steph Curry has a game like Tatum had this past game, game two. Like, we're not letting that slide, so why is he getting a pass? And feel free to talk for, like, five minutes straight so I can work on some behind-the-scenes stuff. Thank you. So you, so you asked me, like, if 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 Curry went out and had a 3-for-17 performance, you saying he would get a pass? That's what you asked him? No, I'm saying he wouldn't. If Curry had Tatum's no, game, uh, hell no. he would he not wouldn't. get a pass. But, like, no, no one's talking – everyone's talking about, you know, how great the Warriors are and right. Draymond Green. It's like Curry had a, a a brilliant game, right? Right, and a lot of people like to talk about Curry. He don't drive to the paint. All he does is shoot threes. I'm like, if you think it was that easy, you don't think every team would be doing that, right? He's the best to ever do it. Like, so the thing but they're using his greatest asset as a knock against him. But when he's driving and doing these little scoop shots and floaters over everybody, it don't matter who it is. Right, he's, he's got the he's got the juice. So Why the we're not giving him enough credit? The thing is about Curry, he actually do get to the paint a lot. But the thing is, when you can pull up from 45 feet, and in the NBA, I think that's the half-court line, and this dude literally pulls up from 45 feet, a regular jump shot. We ain't talking about no heave half-court shot. He can come across that line two steps and pull up a regular jump shot. Why, why go to that paint and get beat up? You know what I mean? Why well, go to the paint and get beat up? But when you do pressure him off of that three-point shot, he gets to the he can get to the basket. Curry can get to the basket. Curry got some of the best handles in the game. But what what separates Curry from a lot of people? And I try to tell younger guys, younger athletes to look at this: his movement without the ball, Curry footwork and movement without the ball is something special to watch. His relocation. How he runs off of off of uh, screens, you got the and I hey I take my hats off to Mark Smart. You got to be in tip top shape to run with this dude. He got the threat of if you mm-hmm. he, run, he run it around he get open. He got the threat of the three. Once he hit two or three of them, you got to jump out there on that three. Then he got that pump fake 
where he go to the basket and his floater is so hard to block, you know, because right. he get it up so high. So the thing is, if Curry goes three for 17, he's going to get ridiculed. He got ridiculed anyway because, you know, he had 21 first half points. With 20, yeah, 21 first half quarter, first quarter points. He finished the game with 34, so they were all talking about where he was cold in the second half, you know, on down in the game. So he actually got ridiculed for that. But Jason Tatum, who I'm a big fan of, you know that. Yeah. And I think he could be the face of the league. He go three for 17, and they don't really say nothing about it. You can't be Jason Tatum, the guy that I really think one day going to be the face of the NBA. I think he got that much game in him. I, 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 I like Tatum. You can't go three for 17 in the championship game and the ESPN guys not get at him. If it had been Steph, if it even had it been Bron Bron, Kevin Durant, Giannis, yeah. they'd have got ran off the TV because yeah. they would have yeah. took those guys up. Tatum is a superstar now. He ain't no up and coming. He already a superstar. His next step is to be the face of the NBA. He got to be held accountable for that. Now, he came back last night and balled. He came back and balled a little bit last night. But you can't go three for seven in your first championship game on Nash TV against the Warriors. You can't do it and not get ridiculed. Didn't know They did not say nothing about it. He kind of got a pass. Let Steph. Clay ain't been playing good, and that's all you hear. Clay ain't got it no more. This, that, and the other. They tearing Clay up. This man just came off a torn ACL and Achilles injury. That's two devastating injuries, and he back out there playing and basically guarding the best player on the other team. He's he's got to check Tatum. He got to check Brown. Them ain't no easy. Them ain't no easy guards. It right. takes it takes a little bit a bit away from your legs when you got to guard a tough guard on defense, and then you trying to run around and get your shot on offense. He get ridiculed, but Jason Tatum go three for seventeen. They don't say nothing. That ain't, that ain't knocking Jason Tatum. Man. That ain't me knocking Jason Tatum because I like Jason Tatum, but. If it had been any of them other guys, I said they'd have told them up for that performance. And that's Especially that's those are like that gum Gale's basketball numbers. You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing? I feel like my son could have heaved up 17 shots and hit four. What is he doing? By the way, my son's five. That's the joke. I'm sorry I had to explain the joke. But like one of the hey, most harrowing hey, hey, things. Five, are, but he already six five. <laughs> don't say that man I cannot take too many more growth spurts thought his man closing not even a week we had to revamp everything because he couldn't wear them after a while it's growing like weeds it's not fair and it's costing us a lot of money but getting back to the game so everyone's talking about how Boston throws up all these threes and even more so than the, <laughs> than the Warriors do which is remarkable seeing as they have what arguably two of the greatest shooters of all time, right? But that's something that they've done all season and all throughout the playoffs. But it's a huge difference in how they get those threes off, right? If you're trying to dribble, dribble, create space, and then throw up a three, that's way different than pass, pass, pass three. You know what I mean? So that's one thing that I see they definitely need to fix and in a hurry. Here's the other thing, Dean. They sitting at around maybe 12 to 14 shots in both games at the rim. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? I'm talking layups, dunks, little floaters, 12 to 14 shots at the basket, and not even all of them made. Like, what? how do you fix that? How does this 
rookie coach fix that right now? I'm going to tell you how he fixed it. Indoka, am I saying it right? E-Man Indoka? I'm not, I'm sorry if I ain't pronouncing it right. He got a hard name for now. Why he why he's going to make good adjustments along like Steve Kerr, they both came from the Greg Popovich tree. And you know the Spurs is winning. The culture is winning. The coaching is winning. Everything that come out of a Spurs uniform usually is successful. So, you know, therefore, therefore, wow, me and season, they was talking about breaking up this whole Boston team. It wasn't going to work. You know, it wasn't going to work. Tatum, Tatum and uh, Brown wasn't the tandem that they wanted and all that. So it wasn't going to work. Indoka never, never got out of character. Mm-hmm. Never got a character. Calmed his team down. He, at first, I think he knew what he had. But when you're a new coach and you change it up the system, it takes time for this stuff to work. Golden State didn't get this good overnight. It was built. So I see the same thing. I see the same thing with um, I see the same thing with Boston. They kind of remind me of the 2015 Golden State Warriors minus a Steph and Clay. They can shoot the ball the, right. the same way as a team. They just don't have two sharp shooters. But if you think about it, the way the team was assembled, it's the same way Golden State was assembled. You got two superstars in, in, in Tatum mm-hmm. and Through Brown. the draft. Through the Not draft. Mm-hmm. Through the draft. Not ball. You got two superstars in, in, in Tatum and, um, yes, yes, Golden State still going to win the season. But you got two superstars in Tatum and Brown. You got a, a dirty player that do going to do the dirty work in Marcus Smart, Draymond Green. You got a guy who's going to protect the rim and get you all the dirty points. Robert Williams, Andrew Bogut. Okay? So, and then you got a bench. They got a bench. You got White coming off the bench. You got Grant Williams coming off the bench. Um, Who else? They got one more to come off the bench that help them out. And then you had the, you had the veterans, you had that veteran player in Al Horford that can calm all that stuff down. That's why I see Boston, even if they don't win this year, I see Boston being right back next year and in the years to come. They're not going to get no worse. They're going to ain't going to do nothing but getting better. If they wind up beating us in this series, I won't be mad because I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Tatum. But I'm gonna tell you who I'm becoming, who I'm coming to like in this mm-hmm. series because I didn't think this dude was that dag up good. He too up and down. But Jalen Brown has been showing out. He quietly right. shedding me up. Right. The dude is showing out. I, That's I, I'm impossible. Not Nothing shuts Dean up. Ever, not ever, not never. Ever. But I couldn't never. say that the last never. two games, I couldn't say that because he actually went out oh, there and balled. He went out there and balled. But I think and 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 the Andrew Wiggins pickup for the Warriors, Golden State Warriors, I think that's uh that was the icing on the cake for them. That was a great pickup, Andrew Wiggins, because he can guard, he can guard one through four, and when he catch fire, he can score. So it I think it's a pretty even matchup. I, I I hope we go in there and win tonight and win. I ain't hundred percent sure, Gail. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, man. But the one thing, the one thing to make me feel a little easier is Boston play a little tight at home because you know how Boston fans are. You know how Boston fans are. Mm-hmm. If you ain't playing perfect, even for the for the that's for for New England, the Celtics, or the Boston Bruins, or the Boston Red Sox, 
if you ain't playing today's standards, they're going to let you have it. Yeah. And if you watch throughout the playoff, the Celtics have got blowed out at home a few times in the playoff. They play so tight at home. So that give me a little bit of like, all right, man, they might play a little tight and we might go out here and steal this game three. But usually the winner of the game three, that's who win the championship. But mm-hmm. I, I like it. Last night was a blowout. It is what it is. Um, Which I hate seeing, but I mean, you I hate seeing it. it. But you, what, what can you do, man? The Warriors thirty-five to fourteen in that fourth in that third quarter last night, and then you got Sunday night. You got Sunday night. The Celtics won that fourth quarter, forty to 14, 40 to sixteen. Seven straight, seven straight threes. They were down by fifteen going into the fourth. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, man, we got this. We are 0 one, and them dudes came out firing and didn't look back. You can't do that. Hey, I I couldn't do them and take my hats off to them. That was a hell of a performance. But I knew Golden State was gonna bounce back a little harder. I knew Dre. I knew Draymond was gonna come out playing the way he played. I didn't know he was gonna get that little bit out of hand, but I knew he was gonna push the pace. <laughs> I knew he was gonna push the refs. I knew he was gonna be aggressive because his team feed off there. And I'm gonna tell you another thing: when they played GP two, he came back. I think that fueled them some too. So now you got you got GP two, Gary Payton uh, the second, and you got oh Draymond and Wiggins. So they got all their defensive guys back now. Hey, Gary Payton the second, who got the second loudest standing ovation, the first being um, right. <laughs> what was his face? Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. The guy. Anyway, I'm just saying. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know about this man. I don't like it. I don't like bad basketball, like bad competition, anything like that. But it is what it is. What are you going to do? God, dog, boy. Say it louder for the people in the back. I don't like this. You know what I mean? So, you know, everybody talking about the blowouts and stuff, right? But back a few years, when, when Durant was on the Warriors, they were blowing people out in the playoffs. They they blew out Cleveland a few times in the championship when nobody complained about them. Why is it bad basketball because a team catch fire and blow you out? It's really not. I'm saying it all the time. I did, look, as happy as I was with the uh, the Mavericks just going into Phoenix and demolishing them. Right. I still don't like bad basketball. That felt that felt like bully ball, and it's just it wasn't very entertaining to watch. I love it. You know what I mean? Especially, you you when, it's my, especially when it's my Warriors doing it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like, where's, I like down, hey, where's downtown Jeremy Brown at to come in and be like, Dean ain't no daggum warrior fan. <laughs> right. That dude, MIA, man, got the lemon blue. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, but man, I, I'm just saying, like, they got to fix that at the rim. Like, if you can't slash and draw the defense or run your offense and execute it well enough to get a catch and shoot situation versus this, the clock is running out, heave it up stuff, right? You can't count on Al Horford to go off like he did. We've seen Brown take over, White, and, of course, Tatum take over. You know that's coming. But there is no excuse for that whatsoever. And I need to not never see that again. That's all I'm saying. But I don't know, man. That's tough. One, like, one I need to thing. be a close game. One more thing before we get golf on. You better not say anything about pool, that gummit. No, no, no. The one guy. That have yet to have a good game in this series, Clay Thompson. Two bad games in a row. He's trying. He's trying, He's trying. so hard. Bless but his heart. It, think about it. All the way back to the Memphis series, Clay don't usually play good to what game four, five, and six. 
watch I don't my accept team. that. I don't accept. I mean, yeah, but like and, in these that, playoffs, man, in these playoffs against Memphis, against Dallas, he went off them last couple of games. You watch what I tell you. Don't talk to me. And if the Warriors win, up. Steph Curry will be Finals MVP. I'm calling. I mean, he's playing like it, but don't talk to me about someone needing to warm the frap up. Like, you get paid to do a job, do your job, right? Why are they not doing the job? They are doing the job. What do you mean? No, they, no. Just, they just blowed their asses out. No, no, no. What they did is what Jude said earlier, which is lost a frapping game at home, something they do not do. I think, was that their first loss of the whole playoff series? First loss in the playoff series. So technically, like I think I'm with Craig, man. Like we're they did their job. They went in and stole a game. They got blowed out. Now they're gonna go, you know, tails tucked behind it, you know, between their legs and go to their, you know, where they're comfortable. So right. Right. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Uh it's it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh it's gonna be interesting to see how the teams come out Wednesday night. Uh, I know Boston crowd is gonna be fired up. I, I know, I know Boston crowd is gonna be fired up. As Brian Zayden talk about, where's his shirt? It's in the mail, buddy. We'll get you one. What size? What size you wear? <laughs> don't what size you wear, Zayden? Do not like you don't look. I only have to explain to Brian. Brian understands how this hey, works. Come hold on, on, D. Hey, we we that that's gonna be his wedding gift from us. No, he's not. He's gonna yes, get it way, is. something way better. What the frap are you talking about? Gonna be his. This way is way better, man. This is this is gold. <laughs> this is gold. This is uh, this is countless hours of hard work. This is two years in the making, guy. I can't. I can't. At Gales and Dean, follow us. Find us. Like. Share. Send a star. Do whatever you can. I can't be mad at <laughs> your boy said. <laughs> Brian wears a medium. Hey, Brian Duke, look, he adheres to the, um, the what is it, the school of thought. If it ain't tight, it ain't right. Right. Hey, now, look, I got too many roles slogan. for that. I got too many hidden crevices. You know what I'm saying? Like, my height, my height does so well for me. It hides a lot of my fluff, I'm going to call it. <laughs> and, uh, but I got all these hidden crevices up and down my, you know, my, my nether regions and whatnot. So yeah, I, I definitely uh yeah I can't do the tight stuff yet. But don't worry, training look I almost turned into Don Gales. It's not hey look don't down. let don't don't let calm Gales down. fool y'all guys. Man, this guy's a big burly guy. Like he's not a bad he's he not a big fluffy. No, he's a big burly guy. He still look like he still like he can line up out there in the SEC school <laughs> and take somebody's damn head off. I tell you that right now. <laughs> look at this comment here. Hold on, baby. My buddy's still out there. Man, I mean, I, I must have stolen one for my wife. You better not show that that gum frapping. They're not paying us, D. We're in tough negotiations, but until they pay us, we show nothing. Nothing. That's right. You make sure that that gum bottle is turned to the side. How tall am I? Six feet, four inches on a good day. And the last time I weighed in, I was somewhere around 330, 330 pounds. A swift 330. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Justin Bullet? Hey, yeah. yeah. Now you want to come in and comment? I can't put them beers down. You know that, man. Look, I all I care, Bullet. Look, Bull. All I care is that he does not show the that gum label until we we get something on the dotted line. That gummy. We're not doing this for free. What if Regular. I put my 
If I put my, you can't see it then, can? That's right. Use them. The, they get they go. Um, pause. You got cover. All right, guys. Label. Look, I got to drink my beer like this because I can't show the label. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh no. Oh no. Now all they need to do is put you in the <laughs> put a green screen behind you. And, the internet will have their way with you. Don't don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Dying, as Brian say, what where does that come from? Forrest Gump, are you out of your deck gum? I, I know that. My which one that of us movie. is Lieutenant Dan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait yeah. Wait. At least you explain yourself, Zayden. So, look, we got former NFL player coming in. We're still working out the kinks of the uh, technical difficulties. He looks like old school that gum Dean, right? And we were trying to give him some. I'm Lieutenant Dan. What the frown? <laughs> I did hate. Wait, hold on. I did hate running, right? And I hated yeah. people. Like, shout out to uh, Coach Jason Holt, but I couldn't stand this dude in the frapping sprint line in basketball. Do you remember when he tried to pretend to be tired just to kind of fit in with us? Man, look, hope, hope. Everybody always said I knew one speed of 100 miles. I would run sprints about 80%. Hope was running 100%. I don't care if Jimmy, I don't care if JY told us we had to run 20 wind sprints. Hope ran every last one of them 100 miles out. He knew no other speed but 100 miles out. I get that to him. You know, you know that little the hair, right? Right that little right there in the front. Yeah. Right that all the ladies went crazy for. Oh, he's a married oh, yeah. family man now. I'm just saying it's the past. That's all right. We all have one. <laughs> right, but the little in the the front of his hair like it never it never came undone. Not a hair out of place. He didn't really sweat. He kind of had like so my sister told me that women don't sweat. They glisten. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Southern. I'm not going to argue with you, but we both know the truth, that government. But, yeah, that dude barely sweat. He just had like a little glisten, a little shine to him. But that was it. That was yeah. it. And I'm I, telling you, I'm telling you, like, I looked over and he was, I said, oh, you ain't tired, fool. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. And he just stopped breathing hard immediately. I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. But yeah, man. You remember, so you remember Hope. The one thing that used to piss me off about Hope, you remember we had to run sprints and you had to shoot a free throw to knock a sprint off, right? Hope couldn't hit a free throw to save his damn life. I think he did on purpose. We uh, are an excellent free throw shooter, and he did that on purpose just to get some extra sprints in for fun. That's right. my next theory. weekend, Bull. Next weekend, hopefully. Oh. First of all, you go look. You tell Brian Zayden, congrats to him and and Jude finally catching up to me. Yeah, yep. yeah. Get that we got two of our homeboys. Get some of that jewelry. Man, get some of that jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Look, me and my wife got matching. Ooh, my hey, uh, hey, hey, Mister Gales. Uh, yes, you better start doing some cardio, man. We got tuxedos to be fitted for. Mm, you almost did it. <laughs> you almost did it. Don't worry about what's going on over here, that gummy. We got yeah, tuxedos. I, look, I may or man. may not. Listen, listen. Shout out to CrossFit Petroglyph. That's right, CrossFit Petroglyph. I may be doing some uh, CrossFitness, man. Hey, yeah. well, this is June. We got July and we got August. Okay, you know I'm ready. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, people don't care about us for real, man. Let's go ahead and, and get our special guest on for today. Yes, and sir. So we yes, can sir. Roast this that gone internet, man. What's up, Mr. Golf? How are you, sir? Uh oh, thousand one. Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? It's going well. Hey, you sound good, even though you're a little bit behind. We'll treat it like CNN does, right? So we have a little bit of a lag. So just take your time, listen to whatever we say. We'll do our best to have a hard stop, so you know it's your turn to talk like now. Okay. Thanks for having me on today. It's been a long time since we caught up. I've got to apologize for the uh, technical difficulties here. I'm out in South Dakota, and so a little bit, little bit rural out here. Maybe internet's a little bit slow. Yeah, it sounds good to us, man. But man, I'm telling you, this dude looks like a frapping, like more mature, more smiley Sadiq Ziad, man. Do you even remember Sadiq? I can't say that I do. Oh man, he's gonna be crushed. He's still mad about losing in a uh, a certain <laughs> a certain uh tournament. We're not gonna say what type of tournament it was, but we celebrated a little too hard and knocked yeah, over no, a cup. No, that that brings back some memories. Yep, no, I I remember, I remember I'm with you now. Yep. Yeah. This fool this is back in the days where everybody thought they had to have a baggy yeah. shirt and this fool is celebrating arms in the air. And it knocks our cup over to cause us to lose this game in this particular type of tournament. <laughs> yeah, but Dean's gonna start first, man. He's your football guy. I, I just, I just like, I like seeing your pretty face. That's all. But go ahead, Dean, with your question. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's up, Jonathan? Man, glad to have you on the show, man. We really appreciate it, man. What was your NFL? Ex- first of all, congratulations on getting to play in the NFL. Because I know I had big time aspiration to play in the NFL. Didn't happen as is my partner Gales. So that's always a uh, you know a major step in life to do that. But how was it getting to play on the same team as Eli Manning? You know, I, I had an awesome experience playing in the NFL. You know, I was uh I really got to live out live out my passion. I think when I when I got to Vandy and I decided I was gonna play football for as long as my body would let me, as long as I was healthy. And I was fortunate enough to be able to do that at a high level in the NFL. But you had a lot of, a lot of great teammates, great coaches, had a lot of good memories from there. And we and actually I know you got played. to, um, we got to get together last fall in October because we had our 10 year reunion for the Super Bowl. And so we all got together in New York and got to catch up with a lot of the guys, a lot of coaches and their families all came into and I was able to bring my family out to New York too, which was a pretty special moment for me, especially for the for my um for my two youngest youngest daughters, because right now they're only they're the two youngest ones. They're five and six. Uh, our oldest is fourteen, so she's a little little bit older. Where she kind of kind of has an idea what you know what the NFL is. You know where that and kind of where that stacks up against you know high school football, youth football. You know that's you know she kind of kind of gets that but my two my two little ones they um you know when I tell them hey you know I got this jersey hanging on the wall here because I used to play football for the New York Giants on TV and all these guys okay yeah that that's that's really cool but can you help me braid my Barbie's hair you know <laughs> yeah and man speaking of the Super Bowl how was it taking on arguably the greatest quarterback 
that ever touched the field and beating them that feeling i know had to be something that you would take <laughs> and cherish forever yeah absolutely and i you know i think you, you might be able to drop arguably you know although eli did get him both times he saw him you know but you can't take away from what uh what tom brady has done and also um actually i grew up in boston I don't know if you guys if you guys knew that, but I, I grew up right outside Boston, and I kind of a Boston sports fan. But uh, it gives, definitely gives me something to talk about when I get together with all my all my buddies back home. Now I gotta ask you because being a middle linebacker, you gotta be hard nosed. You coming up laying the wood, trying to knock people head out. What's the toughest running back you went against that you had to meet up in the hole with? That's a good question. There were there were so many, so many talented guys out there. I'd say, I'd say two. I'd say uh, one was uh, Jonathan Stewart was probably the toughest guy to get on the ground, and just because he was just as, you know, for as big as he was, it's just his balance and his quickness was unreal. It was tough to get him down, and then also a um, another former SEC guy, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. I don't. I don't think I know a whole lot of guys that ran a lot, a lot harder than him. But you know, I I say that you know, knowing that I played on the same team as Brandon Jacobs, you know, and he was he was kind of like a creative player. You know, he's six five, two seventy, and faster than me. Now you said it about Jonathan Stewart, man. They they I always heard the TV don't do Jonathan Stewart no justice. Said his legs was like tree trunks, and then to have the speed and the power to go back here. Like the TV really didn't do justice for his speed and talent. Uh, you know, as you guys probably seen live and you, that, that always have amazed me. Like, cause we look at these guys on TV, we look at you guys and we could tell you moving fast, but you was actually right there in the combat against these dudes. So to see somebody, what Jonathan Stewart, what he about five, 10 to six foot, about two, two forty, two fifty, and could just, when you, them legs that huge, that so I knew you took all of your strength, like to to hit him. Did was that like a wild factor for you to knowing like guys can move that fast? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I remember I hit him as hard as I could, and he bounced off. And if I didn't wrap up or if I didn't bring some help with me with some teammates, it was tough to get him on the ground. That's great. And did you, did you ever have to go against uh, Brandon in practice, Brandon Jacobs? No, we never, uh, we n never had to tackle him. No, and that's that's probably why I played as as long as I did get to play. <laughs> <laughs> I try to look a lot. A lot of the young generation they don't really know nothing about Brandon Jacobs, but he was kind of like Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. We all know we had Eddie George first, but then Brandon came in, like you said, six four, six five, two seventy. He was kind of like Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry because when he – I remember watching him get in open field, man. That dude can outrun people. And to just be that big, fast, and dangerous in open field, I play safety. I, I probably would have took a nose dive. I ain't going to lie to you, John. Coach Coach probably would have took me at the game because I, I don't think I my, – my life a little more important than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's cutting out a little bit at the end there. I said, uh, you know, I, I play safety, so if I had seen a guy like Brandon Jacobs coming, you know, say me and you on team and you missed the tackle 
and it's just me and him, I probably would have took a whiff of nose dive, and I probably just got took out the game because. Yeah, my life a little more important than that. I think that dude would have put me in the early grade, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't be the only one. <laughs> but yeah, man. So like, um, man, I, I couldn't imagine like like I said once again the experience of playing in the NFL and you did it for a good little time, and like you said, that's something that you can talk to your kids about and something that you could cherish. Like us having you on the show. Uh, Ex NFL player means a lot to me. I, me and Gail's been talking about. It. I've been hyped up about this because you know, actually get to talk to a former NFL player. But I'm I'm looking at your traps, dog, and it looked like you could still get out there and do some damage. So you ain't missing the weight room. It don't look like. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I've got I've got three daughters, and you know, so I still keep up in the weight room, and you know, try to keep keep up appearances, and also just. I like to try to just stay stay healthy. Just stay healthy is, is the main thing for me. Now I'm, I'm a gym rat myself, but I, you know, after the show, I'm, I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some workout tips from you because oh me and Gail's oh got goodness. a way to be in too. So I'm trying to look like you. You really need I'm to help fine. him out. I'm happy with me. What you really need you to help him about? out, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna turn it over to Gail's man and ask you some questions, man. I appreciate it, man. Seriously. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Dean. Yes, sir. Mr. Dean. I, I hate that he put that in there, man. I'm gonna cha- I should change your name again, but you know how to change it back. So whatever, we'll let it ride. But my first question is, at, okay, so you came from high school being Mr. Big Shot with your beautiful smile and glistening bald head and all its glory. So my question is, after being Big Shot there, then Big Shot at Vandy, how was it, how was that transition from having to start all the way back over at the quote-unquote bottom, right? Well, for me, that's uh, that's you know that that's a that's a really good question. You know, I you know you know me. You know, if you remember, you know, from our time together at Vanderbilt, I just always kept it kept it simple. You know, kept it simple for myself, and um, just try to control control what you can and let the rest be what it's gonna be, right? You know, so make sure that I'm doing everything that I need to be doing in order to give myself a chance to be successful. You know, and when I um and when I got drafted by the Giants I knew I mean for me I took that as I had an opportunity right there was nothing nothing is gonna be guaranteed except for the fact that I have an opportunity to go out and make and make the team you know so I made sure I studied whenever I had some free time made sure I studied the playbook and learned what I was supposed to do and learned how I can uh, try to contribute contribute to the team on the field all right, all right. So enough about them frapping giants, because you know I'm a Cowboys fan. This hurts. Born in Dallas, Texas, South Oak Cliff, stand up, raised in Tennessee. So I, <clears throat> excuse me, I like them Titans as well. Um, so let's get let's get that talk out of here. This is starting to turn my stomach up inside out, and I don't like it. Let's go to our bandy days together. And uh listen, I know off the air that you told me that I was your absolute favorite teammate, bar none, NFL or otherwise, but I'm going to be humble and leave myself out. <laughs> Who was, I'll say, the funniest or your favorite teammate, NFL or Vanderbilt? Or actually Vanderbilt and NFL? You know, that's that's a tough question. You know, you can't, can't just pick one. can't just pick one guy because there were so <sighs> many, so many characters. Just so many, so many characters. All, all good guys, too. You know, so now you remember, 
I think he played a little bit of old line, so you might remember, you know, like Merrick Kirchhofer. Yeah. You know, and he was a bit of an anomaly, right? He was 6'5", 340, and he could do like, – do you remember that, the Jean-Claude Van Damme jump split kick thing? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't know if you remember that. You know, he was just one of those freak athlete kind of guys and also just a big uh, big goofball too. Okay. And, um, you know, and uh, I don't know if you remember Dom Mores. Is a fellow fellow middle linebacker. Easy weight. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're still in touch. Yeah, yeah, we're still we're still in touch, and uh, that might he might actually be coming out to South Dakota later later this summer. That'd be you know, nice. you know it's just a, a handful of, handful of guys. You know, Josh Eames, Elliot Hood, you know, Marcus Bugs, Theo Horrocks, you know, Kevin Joyce, all all, all Vandy dudes, all all good dudes, all doing well. Absolutely. We talked to one of our teammates, uh, <laughs> your boy, um, repping Trey Holloway, man. That was very interesting seeing them all okay. skinny. Yeah, skinny Trey is, <laughs> is wild to look at, man. But yeah, he's look, lost a ton of weight. Hey, man, look, Jonathan, Gales told me that how, how big that guy used to be. And I'm like, you, hell no, no way. Like, that dude did not look <laughs> like he was that big, man. He was like, yeah, man, that dude was that big. I, I couldn't believe it. That's like whatever plan he on, whatever plan y'all on, man. Look, send it to me, but really send it to Gales because he needed more than me. You know, I, I stay in there doing a little something. Yo, doing? I'm trying, we're trying to get him right, John. Oh, we man, got a win to be get in, him man. Out of here. Get him out of here. That gummy. I had to pick him out once a show. It's in his that gum fracking contract. No, but I will remember one of my most fun memories. First of all, I got the honor of doing the all star thing. For a week, I came to Vandy, reported early, right, how we used to do back in the day. And I remember them saying, like, hey, just put your entire life in the corner. Your stuff is in the, the locker room already. Be dressing on the field. But what, what I can remember most is people trying to warn me about Justin Geisinger. It's like, man, you got to stop with that swim move, man. He's strong. If he gets a hold of you, it's not going to go well for you. And me being cocky, right, me being cocky just – Ah, I got this. And I just remember him grabbing me on my rib cage and then nothing else after that. So that was my like welcome to college moment. Uh, we have a question from Mr. Craig Jude in the comments. What was your welcome to the NFL moment? So my, my welcome to the NFL moment was um was actually my first preseason game against the Detroit Lions. And they came out in a came out in a two back set, and I was in at I think I was at playing Sam linebacker at the time, and they were in lead right at me, you know. And this is my my first first preseason game, first play. They run lead right at me. I go in, I take on the block, and we we ended up, you know, we stuffed it so they for for no gain. And when I got up, my back was a little bit little bit stiff, right. And so I you know I try to stretch it out a little bit, finish out the series, get to the sideline, and my back is still a little bit stiff, and so we end up going in and take some x-rays because they had a x-ray machine there at the stadium. And it turns out I broke four ribs on my first play in, in the NFL. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely a welcome to the that was my, NFL moment. Man, yeah, that was my year. You got to pick it up a little bit. Absolutely. Like, I – Man, that's crazy. Like, let's get away from NFL. Then that, that sounds traumatized. I didn't mean to bring up your trauma, man. I hope you aren't triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a, a long-standing question. So I've talked to Liz. 
right? I'll talk to Mama Jules. I'll talk to Trey. And we none of them had the same answer as where the frap, the word frap came from, right? And for those of you who don't know, like there was a no cursing policy and and this word was this beautiful word was birth, right? I, I named one of my podcasts after this word, what the frap. And we're trying to figure out, you know, F word plus crap smashed together gives you frap. Do you know where it came from? Who like we know who used it a lot, but where did it come from? You know, I I have no idea. I I always thought Useless. No, frap no. Was- Get him out of here. Get him out of here. That gummy. Uh, you know what? Well, I guess you're gonna put me out of here because I don't I damn sure don't know where it came from. You know, you know what? Listen, I'm back. Listen, I'm back. My producer's telling me like you can't kick the guest off. I was like, ah. Hey Jonathan, look, look. You know, I, I thought so, it was maybe feeling. He, he he gets so comfortable kicking me off the show that he forgot and kicked you off. So that ain't your fault. I think that was meant for me. We'll, we'll let it slide maybe just this once. <laughs> just this once. Hey, don't get too cocky now with that gun. <laughs> His traps do look kind of big. Let me shut up. Okay, so next question. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to manufacture a sort of beef between another uh, teammate, you know, Mr. One Jay Cutler. Let me tell you about this fool. Copying me by starting. You have the nerve to start a podcast. How dare he? I need you to choose size now. Jay Cutler or me, go. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me put the button on this. Hold on. Let me put the button on this that gum eject. You might as well go in and give me the boot right now. Whatever, <laughs> 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 uh, man. He's slightly better looking than me. I'll let it slide. Yeah, but yeah, man. I, I want to talk about what you do now. Um, but before I do, of course, we try to reach the, the young the youngins out there and their parents. What are you telling them at the middle school, high school, college, and if they are so blessed to make it to the professional level, uh, no matter what league it is, what are you telling the parents and the kids with NFL or professional sports? Um, just what do you what, what's what's one piece of advice that you wish you got that would have given you an edge that you want to now impart on them? Well, that's another deep, deep question. That's a great question, Jeremy. <laughs> you get a lot of good. I'm a ones. deep person. That's right. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, I just stay, stay humble, and you know, don't, you know, I guess always rem- remember how you got to where you got, and remember who was supporting you when you get there, right? Absolutely. You know, that's, man. I'd say that's that's one thing that I've tried to do. Just you know, stay humble. Keep you know, kind of keep my head down. You know, I'm. I've been a pretty humble guy, right? And so, um, yeah, just you know, don't don't forget how you get there. Try to remember, you know, the, the things you did to get there. You know, the work that you had to put in, and keep working, keep striving, and you know, remember, you know, remember who was, you know, who was with you, you know, along along the way for that ride. I love it. I love it. Now let's get into some real business here. You are now, uh, let's see, in business development and channel sales. What the frap is that? And how did you get there? <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm working for a um, for an industrial automation company. Right now, the name of the company is Turk, and um, and I guess what we do is we we make machines smart, right? So are you familiar with um, with construction equipment or agriculture equipment? You know, you've seen it as you're yes, driving sir. down the highway. So those machines have a lot of moving parts and pieces. 
and um and we make sensors we make devices that tell the operator where those you know where, where the machine is in place right and also um you know and, and you have to connect the sensor to a main control device and so when we make we make the cable assemblies to do that and some of the uh, the blocks to help all that information make sense that's you know, incredible and we man. A couple, couple other other things too so I, I went to school for mechanical engineering and so i was once I was done with football, I was able to find a company to give me a shot at uh, at a second career. I like it. I like it. And you seem so, kind of secluded out there. Is that is that where you actually live? Like, I don't want to put your business out there, but is that where you actually live in South Dakota? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we, okay. live, we, we live in my wife's hometown. We're raising our kids here. Right. And what possessed her to marry you? Besides that beautiful smile and that glistening, I mean, wonderful bald head. You're asking the wrong question. You know what? Why wouldn't she, right? Oh. Hey, there you go. What there you, you go, Jonathan. Hey, on, shut man. him up, Jonathan. Shut hold him on, up. Look, I'm about to kick myself off here in a bit. Yeah, man. So, but look, I, so how long have you been married? How long have you been married? And tell us a little bit about how it is. I guess which is tougher, being a parent, husband, or, you know, filling the A-gap? <laughs> Oh man, I'd say it, it's all. I guess it's all a, a blessing, right? It's all. It's all. It's all a blessing. I mean, I'll stick with that. Disclaimer. 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 No, it's it's <laughs> life. I mean, li- life has its challenges. It's, it's an adventure, right? They call it. They call it an adventure for a reason. And it's been. A, it's been a real blessing. You know, my my wife is very. She's a very ambitious lady. She's actually out now uh, working now. She's uh, just getting into real estate. So if anybody in South Dakota needs a house. Or anywhere else, let let us know. Let let me know. You know, I, I'll put you in touch. I like that. I like that. I'll, look, we'll let Dean get the final question, man. Because I'll definitely uh, and then you know we'll let you get out of here. Want to be mindful of your time, but appreciate you being on, Mister Dean. Hit it. Final question. This ain't even got nothing to do with football. South Dakota, <laughs> South Dakota, North Dakota. We know the winters are crazy. What is your spring and summers like out there, though? Spring and summer is pretty normal. So today it was 75 and sunny. And this evening it's, you know, 50 degrees and cool. And I, I like it out here because it's, uh, we, we actually just had our sunset maybe 20 minutes ago. You know, it's, you know, the sun stays up for a long time. You get a lot of long, longer days. So if you like to be outside, you know, go hang out at the lake or, you know, go do something outdoors, you get a lot of sunlight. So that's, and that's me, cool. me being a Southern boy. That mean I like southern food. How is South Dakota food? South Dakota food? That's um a lot of meat and potatoes. Oh boy, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. A lot of good good food. Yeah. NFL, uh former NFL, New York Giants, whatever, you know, players. Don't be mad. <laughs> Better Bill University. They used to Bill University. Ass. Uh producer, get them all. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Vanderbilt <laughs> University standout, Jonathan Golf. Uh, we'll give you last word before you get out of here, my man. I appreciate your time. Anything you want to promote? Uh, if you have your wife's information, put it in the chat and we'll put it up, man. Okay. Yeah. J- Jeremy, Mr. Dean, I just want to say, yeah, you know, it was good. Good talking to you guys here tonight. I appreciate you all you know, taking the time to bring me on the show and jeremy it's good to catch up with you it's 
got to say, it's a little odd calling you Jeremy, though, because we always used to call you Bubbles. Oh, we got to talk about that. No, look, I knew it was going to come up. <laughs> Hold on, I am fully prepared for this. Do you remember the origins of that? Oh, we got the super lag going. Can you hear me okay? Mic check. One, two, one, two. So the origins of Bubbles. I, like you said, I did spend some time on the offensive line, and that's because I ate my way, thanks to Mr. Magic, that, that shelf out there at Vanderbilt, man. I <laughs> ate my way into an offensive lineman position. But while I was in the defensive line room, it's dark, it's cool, we're getting ripped, like, to no end, right? And Turner's just laying into me, man. And then like, he just got frustrated with, like, how unfrustrated I was. You know, it's just, yes, sir, yes, sir, taking notes and, you know, just trying to take it seriously. And he's like, boy, we just can't get to you, huh? You just got a bubbly personality. Then out of nowhere, this old man keckle. <laughs> Bubbles. Trapping Robert Dinwiddie. Just one word changed my entire life and entire outlook. Right. So that was the, that was the daggum name. That was the origins of that. But you feel free. Everybody get a pass. Dean, I will put these paws on you if you dare utter those syllables. But, yeah, man, appreciate you for coming on. I'll let you get out of here and say bye to the people. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate you, bro. You later. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that's a good dude. My goodness, man. Like, again, hey. super humble, but huge. He get Very, very so humble. Fast. Let me tell you what. That dude oh. right there looked like he could still suit up. That, that, his traps was up to, to, to my headphones. I told you. He's he's Sadiq with, I don't know, more. Uh, what am what? I doing wrong? He's I Sadiq. got on this tight shirt. I thought I was doing something. <laughs> I, I tried uh, to wear a tight shirt because I knew we had an NFL guy. My and friend, he make me look small. My friend. <laughs> he makes all of us look small. Like You don't understand what kind of monster you were just talking to. Right, don't let the smile fool you, don't let the easy going humbleness fool you. That dude was an absolute monster. But what he is doing differently than you is eating better. And Tame has told you this time and time again. Hey, I told hey. Tame, but uh, we'll be look. on the show later on this uh in this month. My I told eating. Tame, I said, Look, that dude is hard headed. Don't worry about talking to him. You just gotta keep showing him. And then when I get in shape and I got my little six pack and my little, you know, physique. Then you'll start being a believer because I my know eating. the secret is in the Tame, kitchen. Me and Tane just talked the other day for about an hour. My eating has gotten a lot better. A lot better. Dean, I know you're still eating sweets. I know you're still no, not, loading up nope. on carbs. I know I you're take, still eating I, late. I, I, I know sweets. you're still not eating enough of the good lean stuff. You're not. I just simply know you're not. You have Look. to have that packed down to a scientific level. And you're not built for it because you like what you like. You want what you want. You're spoiled. I put I put down the Mikey Knight Zowers. I don't eat the Mambas every day brand. like I used to. That's a brand. The Mambas. You, you know they candy That's Mambas? That's a brand. That's a brand. That's one single brand. What the crap are you talking about? Because I had a problem eating candy. You know that. I like candy. But I don't eat it as much no more. When I get done playing basketball, I don't go to the QT and get gum donuts like I used to. I used to get like two donuts because I burned like... Mm -hmm. 1300 calories or 1600 mm -hmm. calories playing ball so i'm like all right i'm burning so i'll eat two like donuts i quit doing that that's the first beer i didn't had in a while my friend i don't like, drink look, look, nobody cares, I'm telling look, you. no one is here to dig i'm here about your diet right hey look you should try it 
<laughs> I'm gonna keep on because when you come 8-22-22, I want to see you killing in that tuxedo, man. I want to see you killing in that tuxedo. Bro, I kill it in everything. I ain't gonna lie though. When you came to my sister wedding and you had on that black suit, hey, I was like, hey, man. Ask Brian Tanner about that. Ask Brian Tanner about the pure like. I'm talking about. I put myself through it. Like I was eating all kinds of crazy stuff. I was working out in all kinds of crazy hours to try to fit. Like so, when I first got to Tennessee, I could not wear that at all, and I mean at all. So I had to do some crazy, like you know, just really drop weight as fast as I can, which felt good. It felt like you know the old gals, but you saw what the results were. My dad go crocodile toes that we put on. Uh, shout out to Who That Podcast, the Captain Paco. <laughs> we put on. I ain't gonna lie though. Toes up. I was all swollen up and limping it, around, it, trying to ice my foot. It was awful. If you can find that picture that we took it that way, and I want you to upload oh, it, man. I want y'all to nothing. see. Look, I want y'all to see when this dude, look, look. Nothing. When he get cleaned up, he's GQ. I can't even take it from him, man. He oh, man. he made that suit look good. I give it to Gales, man. Don't try to he, flatter he me, man. I, look, I know you're just trying to escape this this whooping you about to get. 822-22. That's right. But Don Gales is not here, so I'm gonna just whisper 822-22. Yeah, get get your sales ready. Buy your popcorn. So Dean, before I let you get the last word, as per the usual, hey man, did you know um I used to work at a bank? <laughs> you never worked at a bank. Bro, I, I mean look, I didn't work there long. You wanna know what you wanna know why? Why? Because <laughs> an old lady asked me to check her balance, so I came around the front and I pushed her. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, man. That, look, look, that was a good one, man. But as you know, I got the last word, man. I appreciate everybody who tuned in tonight, man. I appreciate Mr. Jonathan Golf, ex NFL football player, New York Giants, coming on the show, giving us his time. We really appreciate you, man. We appreciate everybody who watched the show, tuned in with the comments. Keep doing it every week. We love your, um, we love your input. Uh, any ideas that y'all want us to do on the show, you know, put it in the chat. We'll try it. We like your engagement, man. I, I just I can't tell y'all enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and watching me and Mr. Gales do this uh, podcast thing. From where we started in 2020 to where we at now, uh, what I, uh, you know, with people interacting with us have went a long way. We feed off of y'all every week we feed off of you guys in the chats you know throwing jokes laughing and stuff we feed off that um that make that that makes the show great and i can't say thank you enough so keep tuning in the best is yet to come we appreciate you we love you share like get us out there get the name out there shirts coming soon you can get you can find us at gales and dean shirts coming soon text me your side we get it to you peace and love See y'all next week.